Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Send It With Steph. I'm Steph Fleckenstein, your host. And this week, we have a very exciting episode because it's an Olympic week. So I brought in a guest, Britt Richardson, who is an up-and-comer on the Canadian women's ski team. She's more of a GS specialist, but she's known to dabble in everything. And let me tell you, she rips. She has made a name for herself on both the Norham and Europa Cup and World Cup circuit in the last two years. And I had the pleasure of talking to her today about how she got to where she is today and dealing with some of the pressure of being a Canadian team athlete. So here we go. Hey, Britt. Thanks so much for coming on my podcast. It's great to have you. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I am in Collingwood right now racing against Britt, actually, and she just dominated everyone in the last two days of GS, so you're probably feeling pretty good right now, hey? <laughs> yeah, it's been fun. It's been um, really cool here at Collingwood. I've only been here once, so it's been fun to be back. My last time I was here didn't go so good, so yeah. a little redemption. I was creeping your fist profile, trying to figure out when you went into fist. And I was looking at the last Collingwood Norms and it was like 31st. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was thinking about that too. And I was like, wow, how times have changed. <laughs> that is a big difference. That's so cool though. Like you're only third year fist, right? Yeah. Yeah. So this is, this is a big step for you. I mean, you've been like great your whole three years, but I feel like this is a big, big year for you. Yeah, thank you. I think things have kind of ramped up this year compared to the other years. There's been more like little successes the other years, but I think things are starting to come together, which has been really cool. Yeah. So you, when you came into FIS, that was like the first year COVID hit. And I think that racing kind of got shut down in like March, right? Yeah. How did that really affect you? Or were you kind of like, eh, my season's done, whatever? Yeah. I mean, like we missed the last few races and like I was bummed, but at least it wasn't like that whole season. And then I was actually really lucky going into the next year, you know, Canada was very shut down, but um, I was at Burke. So I was like, we're able to keep like a really tight bubble there within school and have, you know, frequent COVID tests and um, a pretty, yeah, very tight bubble. So we're able to keep training fairly normal. And even though races were a little different, we were narrowed down to strictly like Vermont races. It was still a really strong field because of, you know, the other ski academies in Vermont and the colleges there. So I felt pretty lucky to have some racing happening because I know if I were to stay back in Canada, not much would have happened. Yeah. So you're from Alberta. What did you go to Burke your whole high school life or like, when did you go? No, I just went for the last two years of high school. Oh, no way. I did yep. not know that. So you raced, where did you race in out of Canmore? Um, I was at Nakiska on Kark, okay. Calgary Alpine. Right. And cool. then, yeah, for my last two years, I went to Burke because I just found it a little tough to balance skiing in school. And it just got to the point where I was, you know, missing way too much school. So we, we found Burke was an option and yeah, it worked out really great. Yeah. You, uh, you and many others, I feel like have utilize that system especially yeah <laughs> yeah between Burke DMVS there's definitely a fair few Canadians that have gone there do you think that going there and like being surrounded by like-minded kids was kind of a big part of your success like is that would you say that yeah for sure I really think it um helped my skiing career and just having the resources around me you know we have the gym right there and 
um, being able to train every morning and then school in the afternoon was really helpful for me. I was able to get a lot more repetition in than mm-hmm. if I were to stay at home. So I think that was really helpful and just having a lot of people that were so dedicated and wanting to get to the highest level was really cool. The big game is finally here as we hit Super Sunday with the last game of the football season. As always, Bet Online has you covered. From odds, scores, totals, player performance props to where the next fired coach is going to land, Bet Online is the number one spot for all things NFL betting in 2022. And it's not just football. Bet Online's basketball, hockey, boxing, and UFC odds coverage is the best in the business. From sports right down to your favorite Vegas casino games, BetOnline is your number one online wagering destination. All you have to do is head to the BetOnline today or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, to get you started. The fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports and play your favorite games. BetOnline is where the game starts that's one of the biggest problems with women's sport or girls in sport is like you kind of get to that like 16 17 year old age and so many girls are just done and exactly yeah being at an academy yeah. I could assume would be very like it just motivating because there's a group yeah we had a really good group of us that were just very committed and you know wanting to get to the world cup so bad so it was a really good a really good group that we could just push each other yeah so you were at Burke until this year, right? I graduated like last spring. Okay. And yeah, then and you making... made the Canadian team. Yes. Our little GS gear. Well, I guess <laughs> you like everything, don't you? So. Yeah. I mean, mainly just the GS this year, but the other years I've done pretty even slalom GS, super G, but I'm focusing a bit more on GS this year. But, you know, getting my slalom days in as well when I can. <laughs> yes. Coming up on two days of slalom racing will be very yeah. interesting. <laughs> I will be hopping in though. So we'll see how it goes. Good. So you kind of went over to Europe and started racing your second year fist, which is pretty early, I feel like, for North Americans. But mm-hmm. how would you say it's different from racing in North America? Because you had success pretty quickly, right? Yeah, I mean, for those that have raced in Europe before, I think it's definitely pretty eye-opening your first time there. The field is, like, very stacked compared to what you're used to in um, North America. Like, even fist races are sometimes can be higher level than a NORAM (laughs) over here. So it's just a very different dynamic. But I actually really enjoy racing there and, like, seeing the intensity of the, the other girls racing. And it gives me that extra, like, push out of the gate and, like, drive to go extra hard because I know I need it if I want to do well yeah you seem like the type of athlete that kind of steps up to whatever level you're at because even this year like you showed up at what was it your first world cup when you came top 30 I guess Solden Solden was your first right yeah Solden was my first and then yeah that's so cool second world cup when you come top 30 in like a stacked field so (laughs) very impressive (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah do you change your mindset going into those types of races like Europa Cups and World Cups? Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people say, oh, like going with no expectations, like it's a World Cup, you're there for the experience. But I think I'm pretty hard on myself. And when I'm in the start gate, I, I like want to make top 30. I want to see what what I can do. So I think I push myself really hard and um, I definitely get way more nervous for World Cups or Europa Cups than like fist races or ones back at home but um 
because it's a very different atmosphere you know you got the cameras all around you uh-huh. and <laughs> it's very different than a normal race back here so I definitely get pretty nor- nervous but I try to use it to push myself hey everyone are you interested in making some money I know that's a trick question because everyone is how about you invest in an exciting asset that's outpaced the S&P 500 by 164% for 25 years I'm talking about art Masterworks is the new investing app that lets you invest in blue chip paintings from icons like Picasso, Monet, and Warhol without needing millions. Over 300,000 people have already signed up. Get priority access with our unique promo by logging on to masterworks.art slash believe. That's masterworks.art slash believe, B-L-E-A-V. See important disclosures at masterworks.io slash disclosures. Wow. Yeah. I think it's really impressive, especially because it's not like you've had a ton of experience even in fists. Like you came into these big races pretty quickly. Like, (laughs) I think it's, did you do any, like, did anyone help coach you on that type of mindset stuff? Or is that just something that you've always had on your own? Um, I think just my teammates have been like really helpful of me just like feeling comfortable and like, making me you know feel like I should be there and want to be there so I think especially Cassidy because she's also pretty young and she had her Mm. first experience in the World Cup last year so she knows exactly what it's like and she's been kind of like stepping me up the whole way through yeah yeah you have a good little GS team right now and yeah it's definitely showing because you guys are all ripping and that's just the girls are doing great it's been so cool to watch yeah so first you're on the team and you kind of have Val as like your mentor and then <laughs> Cass as your like companion. <laughs> you yeah, exactly. I feel like building each other up, but how different is that from coming just straight off of like a Burke kind of fist group into a full national team environment? Yeah, it was um very different going from, you know, just a lot of girls that are there more there for the skiing at Burke and, you know, the rest of that isn't, quite the same as on a national team like once you're done skiing that's kind of it and then you know we had school as well so there is that but now it's the whole day is based on skiing like physio and recovery and working out and like being conscious of your diet and there's like so much more to it than I thought or even knew (laughs) so I think that's something I've learned and it's crazy to think that you know I'm training with Val every day and I'm traveling with her and she's coming fourth and in world cups which is insane I feel like so lucky to be able to train with her and just see what she does. She's like such a good mentor to watch and, you know, try to replicate her. (laughs) So hopefully I can get there one day. Yeah. I think that you guys have something very cool going on and you can see it too, even when you guys are training. Like, I mean, I've seen you guys and you can see at races, you guys are all, it's a very like tight knit group. And yeah, we've gotten really close even, even though I've only been on the team for like, six months now the GS team has gotten so tight we spend so much time together and since it's so small we're doing like everything together it's been really fun especially with COVID yeah Yeah. no escaping each other (laughs) yeah but it's been so good that's really cool so Mm -hmm. you're here for the Norams and you've kind of been flip-flopping back and forth would you say like Norams were your biggest focus this year or now that you made points in World Cup like or do you think you'll focus more on that for the end of the season? Yeah, um, I think this year the goal was um, 
NORAMs and then World Juniors. So we're still focusing on that. Those are coming up in just less than a month. So I think that's kind of the main focus this year, getting those few World Cup starts in where um, that was like really, really cool and not necessarily expected going into the season. I was hoping to maybe get one and starting off with Solden like so early in the season was definitely shocking. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I think for now I'll do these few races here um, in Collingwood and then go to Whiteface for those NORAMs. And then after that, just get prepped for World Juniors. Yeah, cool. World Juniors, this will be your first World Juniors or second. Yeah, first World Juniors. First. God, yeah. did it get canceled both your first two years? Um, the first year it was like, yeah, it got canceled like halfway through. <laughs> or I think one event happened. And then last year, Canada didn't send a team because of COVID. Oh, right. Oh, God. Yeah. They did happen, but Canada just didn't have a team, unfortunately. So this will be my first year. <laughs> oh, so cool. Yeah. Do you, you feel it all like you've missed some stuff in Fist because of COVID? Or are you pretty happy with how everything's gone? I mean, other than World Juniors, I wouldn't say I've missed a whole lot. I was able to like get out to Europe last year and do a Europa Cup and just a lot mm. of races around Europe. So that was that was pretty cool. And other than that, I don't think I've missed too much. Yeah. Which I think I'm pretty lucky because I know a lot of people have had a big, (laughs) big change with COVID and yeah, their season's been affected by it a lot. So I'm lucky. I mean, it's good that you were able to get to Europe and I think that your like competitive level definitely helped with that. Yeah. I don't think a lot of second years would thrive in Europe. So (laughs) yeah. And getting that experience last year before being on the team now is definitely really helpful. I think if I just were to be hopped on the team this year and go right over to Europe and that'd be my first experience racing there I think it would have been a little different so to get a taste of it last year was really helpful for me yeah what's more important than peace of mind nothing and that's what NordVPN is here for to give you peace of mind while you're online and with all the threats that you face today on the internet it is more important than ever to be sure that you have the best VPN you can get NordVPN is the world's best VPN service offering the fastest connectivity most servers, and next-gen endocryption to make sure that everything you do online stays secure. Plus, you can use NordVPN on all of your computers and devices, no matter the operating system. With NordVPN's unlimited bandwidth, you never have to worry about a slow connection either, and plans start at under $4 per month. So grab your exclusive NordVPN deal by going to nordvpn.com believe, or use the code believe, that's B-L-E-A-V, to get up to 70% off your NordVPN plan plus one additional month for free. It's also risk-free with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. I'm sure. So did you, before you went to Burke and like before you made the Canadian team, did you kind of have an idea of what went into being a professional ski racer or like did your parents help you out with that or were you just kind of like you loved skiing and you just wanted to do it? Yeah, so my parents were also ski racers. My mom um, raced World Cup, and then they both went to NCAA in Alaska. So our whole family is very involved in the ski racing world. (laughs) And my my dad, actually, he coached me all the way until I went to Burke. So he's still very involved, and we still work as a team. Um, I think they – I hadn't been around anyone that was really high level or World Cup level before – basically this year mm-hmm. <laughs> but um my dad is you know he's he wants me to get there just as much as I do so he's helped me push and you know working out he's always there with me and pushing me hard so I can so I can be where I am now and 
continue to move up hopefully. Wow. That's so cool. I, I think that it's really important that your family's behind it. I mean, there's so many kids that their parents just don't get it, but the fact that you had that like support system and people who understood what you were going through. Yeah, exactly. I think it's it's really helpful. And just having them to like talk to and they, they know what's happening and they know if I did a race, if it was good or bad and they can, you know, watch my video and be like, okay, how, why did this happen? Or Mm -hmm. not just be like, Oh, that looks great. Like I know a lot (laughs) of parents go, Oh, way to go. That was so good. (laughs) Even if it wasn't. So I like the honesty from them and they, they know what's happening. So yeah, that's been really cool. That is really cool. So they both raced NCAA. Yes. Are they, are they pushing you in that direction? Are they kind of letting you do whatever you want? Um, yeah, so I actually was accepted to Dartmouth last year. I deferred one year and then the decision, sorry, is coming up pretty soon about, (laughs) um, what I'm going to do for next year. They, they both really enjoyed NCAA and they like suggested if it's right for you. I think, Mm -hmm. um, you know, being on the world cup already, it's, it's going to be tough to balance both. There's a lot of athletes that have been able to do it successfully and, um, you are one of them. (laughs) (laughs) So I, but I think it's different for everyone and I'm still trying to weigh out the pros and cons about, you know, what will work best for me and skiing's my priority right now. And as much as I want to get an education, I'm trying to figure out what, what can get me to the highest level in skiing. Yeah. Dharma's one of those cool schools though, where you could just go to school in the spring and summer. And yeah, exactly. I think that so many athletes have utilized that, which is yeah, and seeing a lot of the girls on the U.S. team that have gone through Dartmouth or are at Dartmouth right now and being so successful yeah. is definitely really cool for me to see and, like, yeah. makes me want to go even more. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I We've think it would be really cool. Right now. Sorry. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> I think it'd be great. I, I mean, I think you're killing it in the World Cup and killing it everywhere. So, I mean, <laughs> I don't think there's anything that you couldn't do at this point. But yeah, I don't think there's a wrong decision. It's just trying to figure out what will be the best. Yes. Yeah, sure. it's a tough one for sure. <laughs> yeah. So this may be a bit of a touchy subject, but you're, I think you've had like unreal results this year. And obviously I knew, I know one of your goals this year was going to the Olympics. I think you made it pretty public on, in an interview. So are you having a tough time dealing with kind of watching from here or are you just like so proud of the girls there? And I mean, I'm sure that you're proud, but yeah, does it hurt a little bit? (laughs) Yeah. It definitely stings a little bit and like seeing them there and not being able to join them, especially when it's my whole team and I'm the only one not there, but yeah, the girls that are there like really deserve it. And I'm just so happy that they get to go and watching them. It's been so cool staying up late, (laughs) even the days before races to watch them. Like it's just so exciting. And I've never really known personally known someone that's raced in the Olympics. So now when I'm seeing like my whole team go down and I'm like, wow, <laughs> I know them. Yeah. <laughs> so that's been really cool. Um, obviously I was sad that I wasn't able to be there with them, but just trying to move on and, you know, focus on the Norams and um, yeah. what's ahead of me. Yeah. I mean, you're so young and I think we all know you have a very bright future ahead of you. So. <laughs> yeah, um, definitely going into the season, the Olympics weren't even on my radar in the slightest. And then, yeah. um, they slightly were there for a little bit and then it was disappointing not being named for the team but at the same time I'm so proud of the girls there and they deserve it they're all seeing so well right now so it's yeah. cool to watch them yeah it's so cool being from a country where it's like so competitive to make the team mm-hmm. like I 
I know that it's like kind of devastating to not be there, but at the same time, when yeah, you think, I think about, we're both like, doing the same thing a little bit. Yeah, well, it's, it's just sad, like, but, yeah, yeah, it sucks. But at the same time, you're like, wow, I come from a country where there's like nine badass girls yeah. that could and go, like, that deserve it too, and have been like killing in the World Cup this year. Yeah, exactly. I, I totally, I totally get what you're feeling. And I think that, I mean, you have lots ahead of you. And yeah. Yeah, looking at four years away to the next ones. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you just got to keep killing the norm circuit and the World Cups and you'll be. You'll <laughs> yeah, be I think honestly it is good for me to stick to the norms right now like and not jump ahead. I think it is good for, you know, next year and the development of my ski racing. So I'm just trying to focus on that and, yeah, try to do yeah. what I can. So do you feel any, like, a lot of pressure going into this year kind of being – I feel like you're like the sole Canadian team representative at Noram. <laughs> yeah. You're kind I mean, of Kat holding the back you, but yeah, I'm kind of the only one that's doing all the Norams. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's definitely sad because there's a lot of girls that deserve to be on the team and they've shown it in the Norams. So yeah. being the only one that's actually named to the team this year and, you know, trying to sh- represent that when I'm at the Norams and um, have people not be talking badly if I you know don't do well oh my gosh repeating me so um definitely there's a little bit of pressure to you know do really well but at the same time like the girls that aren't on the team they are skiing so well and they're just at the same level as me so there's no reason why they shouldn't be on top as well yeah no I (laughs) I more meant like pressure from the coaches or pressure from yourself (laughs) yeah I think the coaches are definitely you know, we're trying to go for the overall title in GS, but we'll yeah. see how it goes. You know, Ali's killing Ali is killing it all the way. <laughs> and it's cool. I feel like there's a lot of strong girls going for all the titles this year. Like, it's, yeah. it seems like there's a lot of all-arounders. Um, yeah, it's cool to see, for sure. Yeah. It's switching up, like, every race, too. Yeah. It's not like one person stayed on top. I think a lot of stuff has been switching up, so. Yeah, cool. I think it's, I think it's better that way. I really I think the Norams kind of took like a little dip and Mm -hmm. they're coming up to like a very competitive standard again so Mm -hmm. it's really cool getting the race yeah all you girls up and coming (laughs) it's crazy that like two years ago I was so scared to be racing in Norm and I was like this is insane and I'm like these girls are world cup skiers (laughs) and now you've just won back to back (laughs) yeah it's it's like definitely it's cool to see and yeah so different from my first year of fist but I'm happy it must years. feel very good. Yeah. <laughs> See kind of your work pay off, especially. Yeah, exactly. Everything's coming together. Don't so work. going into the end of the season, you're obviously your goals are on that GS title and kind of standing strong until the end of the season, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> um, are you, do you have any like thoughts or kind of things to say for the girls who are your age or younger that kind of some inspiration maybe like how you've managed to get to this point at such a young age and anything that can help inspire them yeah I think just not being discouraged by like a few races or one thing that happens and just like keeping your head up the whole time and going into every race like it's a new day and just like pushing for that so hard and like knowing what you your goals are and like just trying to reach them, I think has really helped me get like before being on the team, I wanted my goal was to be on the team. And then now on the team, it's, it was, you know, starting a world cup. And then now it's 
So I think just pushing your goals, um, like past what you think they are, and then all of a sudden they become like realistic. So yeah, I think just staying focused on what, what you want and going for it. Sweet. That was so good. Thanks so much for coming on, Britt. Um, Thank you. I'll see you tomorrow. (laughs) Yeah, it was fun chatting. (laughs) Yeah, but thanks for coming on. Bye. Of course. I'll see you tomorrow. I hope you guys enjoyed that as much as I did because Britt was a true pleasure to talk to. She's very well composed for such a youngster and I mean, I think we all know she's going on to do great things in her ski racing career and you never know, maybe we'll see her racing for Dartmouth one day, but I think that she made a really good point for all my younger listeners out there or even the older ones. I think you have to make sure you believe in yourself and that no matter what happens, no matter the results or what's going on in your career or your life in general, as long as you believe in yourself, you're going to get where you need to go. And that's the only thing that matters. You have to have full faith in yourself. And once you get to that point, I think that things start falling into place and you can really go after your goals. But yeah, she said it best. So thank you so much for listening. I can't wait to come out with my next episode next week. And yeah, we'll see you in a week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.